Yo, what's good, y'all? Bottom line, you going deep with your girl, Nick, where it's always safe to speak. Here on tonight's podcast, we have a lovely guest with me tonight to touch light on the subject of the night. Come let her go ahead and introduce herself for the listener. Yes, my name is Diana. Some people know me as Ani. My new name is Big Love. No, but yes, I'm Diana, though. How y'all doing? Okay, okay. We got Deanna in the building. This is my baby right here, y'all. We go so back. That, that's my cousin. <laughs> we family. Yes, it's gang, gang, family ties. But anyway, the, the, the podcast title of tonight is a, it's a deep one. Tonight's uh, podcast topic is about grief. It's a tough topic for some of us, you know, but it's it's a great it's, it's great to be aware of how you can identify with the stages of grief as well as how you can deal how you can deal with your loved ones who may be grieving. Like things like that isn't something that people know in today, you know. So that's why we're gonna touch light on today. First of all, what is grief? What is grief to you, D? I really don't even know. I I can't even identify <laughs> in your own ways, right? I mean, in your own words, what would you say grief is, you know, to you? Um, Well, they say they got seven stages of grief, so I'm just going to have to say life. Grief is life, a part of life that you don't ever want to experience. That's how I look at it. Okay, okay. Um, so do you feel like grief has an appearance, like it has a sort of look on it? Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Every time you go through, go through something, it, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, and you mean like it can show, like, you, you know, like that it can show in the appearance or it has a sort of look in that light, but it has no, um no discrimination we know that for a fact for sure no discrimination for grief everybody anyone can grieve um grief can be the loss from a person a thing or a situation like you can grieve the loss of a marriage friendship an apartment etc you know yeah grief definition in the english in the english language is deep sorrow especially that that's caused by someone's death it's troubled it's feeling troubled it's sadness is misery and grief is the response to loss like loss of anything valued or loved it's emotional suffering mm. <clears throat> emotional suffering yeah emotional suffering so when would you say was the first time that you started actually witnessing that feeling of grief ooh Okay. November 2015. Uh, I actually witnessed a sign of grief. Mm, okay. And I'm going to say uh, in denial. But I, I yeah. So you felt, you would say that that's one of the first uh, stages that you felt and let's talk about that the stages because I don't even know all the stages because you mentioned seven and I'm familiar with five the they're the most prominent 
stages, the five stages. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are grief. With those five stages of grief is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Now, are those, those are all in that order, right? Yes. In that okay, order. then that's maybe what I meant, five instead of seven. But yeah, I know them five. Yeah, um, and you said that you remember feeling like denial. Yes. That was the first feeling, yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Would you say that you experienced all, all stages of grief? Can we repeat the five again? Yes, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't experience all five stages of grief. You know, people grieve differently. Um, you know, people are different. People perceive differently. You know, they have different perceptions uh, on life and uh, different values in life. So, with that, a lot of people don't grieve all five stages, but I honestly I grieve all five stages as well, just like you. And I honestly think that it went in that order. It went in that order. If I'm not mistaken, I know I felt denial. It was, I can remember it like it was yesterday. I <laughs> had a baby who passed away. Some of you, some of my listeners may know, some of you may not. Um, and he didn't pass away right at birth. He passed away uh, three months of his life, but we were in the hospital and um, I didn't, I just really thought that he was going to make it, like mm-hmm. going to come home, so when that happened, up until the point of them telling me, I still had faith, like I still believe like, okay, God is about to make us all believe, mm. do a miracle here, it was nurses doctors coming in on shift like just helping him, you know, trying to save his life in that instance. But like I said, my faith was still so strong and uprooted. Like, I just knew that he was going to be here with me. And then when they gave me that uh, time of death, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of when the denial kind of kind of set in. But it really, it really did it for, like, even after that. Like, when I left home, went to the, when, I mean, when I left the hospital, went home, it's like, I, I can't believe that's crazy. My baby like, That's crazy. Cause, cause, <laughs> I, oh my God. I, that's yeah, crazy. Denial. And you know, a lot of people. I felt it. Yeah. In that know, order. Right. And a lot of people feel like grief is something that's that's hard to talk about. And granted, it, it can be. But not everyone feels like they don't want to talk about it. You know, I, I think that that's a right. misconception that who are dealing with those who are loved ones that's grieving or people who are on the outside looking in, that's a misconception that they get. Like, they don't want to bring it up or they don't want to talk about their loved one. But, like, we absolutely want to talk about our loved one. Like, we absolutely want their legacy to live on and to not be forgotten about. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you agree? I do. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I don't want to hear them hear about their name or you know, and I don't know, you know, like I said, everybody grieves differently. So maybe at the beginning of things, they probably don't want to hear too much of something, certain people, but all in all, ultimately, they want the legacy to live on. You know, that's why people do things like they do things in their legacy, you know, they might start an organization or, you know, give back to the community in the legacy in the name of 
their loved one who they, who they may have grieved. I thought about something like that. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I'm still going to do it, honestly. I think I want to do me a little foundation or something. A little something for little girls. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's definitely. Not, yeah, I think that'd be cool. That's dope. And I think that ultimately when we have traumas that we experience in our life, it, it when it can bring you purpose, that's how you know it brought you purpose when you want to do things like that, you know, as the aftermath. You want to share your story or use your story to help others. Mm-hmm. Or to give back, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. But, I mean, let's talk about how... Um, with those five stages, I saw before I, because I was about to talk about how grief can bring upon like many other mental health uh, issues. Yeah, but, I have a problem with keeping friendships. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot that can come with grief. But before we go into go on, move on into that, I do want to say with those five stages of grief, and after denial, you got anger. <clears throat> because some people may not understand like just the five stages, but anger you know I experienced that I was angry I was upset I was upset with God and I can say that because we could we cool we good we good we good now like we understand where I was coming from exactly like that's my father like we got that relationship and he know my heart and he knows everything how that's I had to apologize for God way too many times like oh my god I'm I'm so sorry yeah I like to understand why things are happening to me. I don't question the plan, but I I like to understand mm-hmm. why things. Why me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, not even why me. And I'm and I want to get back mm. to that because that's so. I love that. That's tricky right there. That why me? I was gonna save that for the end, <laughs> but we're gonna get back to that. But just, I mean, you know, grief can bring a lot of different emotions. So I was angry, and then you have the bargaining. Bargaining is when you kind of like that take me instead or I'll do this if, you know, they can come back, those type of things. With the wrong people. Yeah. (laughs) So you went through bargaining? Yes. I went through bargaining with the wrong people. Mm. Like, like you begging somebody to love you type shit. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah, right? So let's talk about how your support system was around that time when you were grieving how was your support system did you would you say you had a good support system i would say i have an awesome support system like that's good not to like okay since my baby been gone well those of you who don't know i lost my daughter at age three um to an accident a car accident mm. but since she's been gone my family have not let me be by myself Nah. So it's like it's like the love is so strong. Like mm-hmm. I just want my family to know that I'm okay. Right, right. Like I don't need I don't I don't want nobody feeling sorry for me. You feel me? And I ain't gonna do nothing to harm myself or to the point where I gotta be where she is anytime soon. I'm living life. I'm that's, I'm okay. That's good because you know what you're saying that like we know that people have different emotions that they go through with it that some people do do things some like people don't come out of it like yeah they don't come out of it they have other children and they can't even get themselves together for their other children or they just don't want to do life no more you know they let themselves go they let they you know they they develop poor uh behavior habits and 
people skills. They let it affect them. You know what I'm saying? And I personally feel like grief should be something that comes to grow us. You know what I'm saying? To grow us, to help give that pur- purpose. I'm not saying that you have to have grief mm-hmm. in order to have purpose. But like we said earlier, you know, grief can be a loss from a person, thing, or situation. It doesn't have to be, you know, technically like you're losing a person by death. You know, it could be the death of a situation. It could be the death of a friendship or, you know, an item. You can grieve yeah. items, pets, things like that. So those emotions can take way for some people and they can get under like for real. And even with that denial, the, it says actually that with those five stages that denial slash isolation goes together. I, yes. I, I heard you earlier, me and you were talking, you were saying like you were isolating certain people. And it's funny that you said that because I thought that I was the only one who did that or who went through that when I was grieving at the no. time that I was grieving. But I actually did that with my mom. Like my mom wanted to be there for me totally. Because I had a great support system as well. People mm-hmm. didn't know how to be there for me. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. You know, people did. Some people didn't know how to be there for me, but some people were just there for me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. I needed or however they could be. My mom was one of those people who just really wanted to be there for me, like a lot. And that night that my son died in my arms, I stayed up at the hospital with him till about three. I, I stayed up there three hours, three four hours. I bathed him. I clothed him. I just held him, you know. I mm-hmm. him. And so when I, I when we were leaving, my mom is like, you know, I don't think you should be alone. I think I'll come there. I'll spend a night with you. And I just wanted to be alone. Like I didn't want to be alone, but I wanted to be alone. I didn't. Feel oh like my god! Bothered. It was so hard to explain. Like it was total isolation. I felt bad. I felt bad for isolating myself, but. It was like total isolation for some people, for me, to me. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I, I want to share this, though. Like, I remember when I went to go comb her hair for the funeral, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, it was me, Moniqua, and Jaquila in the room together, right? Mm-hmm. And we all just talking, you know, I'm combing through the bed hair, but I'm not doing nothing major, just doing a couple ponytails. We talking and making jokes. It just felt like she was still there. Wow. But I waited. I'm like, can y'all give me a second? So, you know, they leave out the room. And I just had to talk. I think I told you this before. Like, I just had to ask my baby, like, it's like, because you just watch over me forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, it was like, <laughs> damn, first off, you know, I ain't play that, comb her hair, do I, I'm going to do that. You know, it was... Mm-hmm. I needed that that, that moment before I sent exactly. my baby off. I needed that moment. Right. I needed right. that by myself. Like that made me, that gave me that. I don't know. I don't even know how I feel. And, and you know, I'm being as real as it come. Like when it comes to my baby, I don't know how I feel. Some days I wake up and I feel like I should be getting my baby ready for school. Right. Some days I wake up and I just, Oh, let me go to the casino or something. Let me go to the mall. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's me by myself, but deep down inside, like, I'm just like, what the hell? Right. I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from with it because with grief, you never know, like, how you're going to feel. Like, you know, yeah. I mean? you I'm- never know. You, I, I feel like you can hit stage three 
three years later, mm-hmm. right? You go back. Definitely, definitely. Um, so I, that that was one of my questions. Actually, was uh, do you think um, that you, would you say that you were still grieving? I would say that I'm still that I'm still grieving. Yes. I mean, I don't grieve every day. It's not an everyday thing. I have healed and grown from that. Um, I was able to pull myself from a very dark space in that time and just make light out of it. And that came with that understanding. That came with that time alone. It came with that time with God. It came with that um, spiritual growth. It was a spiritual warfare. To me, grief is spiritual warfare. It's a form of spiritual warfare. You know what I'm saying? And I gained a lot of purpose. I gained a lot of purpose. I embarked on my spiritual journey after my son died. I grew up very Mm. religious. But religion and spirituality. You and I both. Exactly. It it meets in the middle. So (laughs) with spirituality, I mean, that's when I embarked on my spiritual journey. And I became, I grew even closer to God. And I grew up religious, but I grew even closer to God. Because I started to understand my journey. You know what I'm saying? Now, did you start going to church too after you went to your... Did I stop, you said? Did you start, like, going to church heavy Um, after... No, I didn't start going heavy. I had a lot. I spent a lot of time to myself. I was because with that, um, I because grief. I was gonna say earlier with the emotional suffering grief can bring on mental health issues like depression, anxiety, PTSD, and more because it it can create a chemical imbalance if it's not processed correctly. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when you do things like denial, why me, and stuff like that, that's already processing it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of yeah. Yeah. So I had developed a lot of mental health issues with that um, PTSD being one of it, like because, and that's, you know, post traumatic stress disorder. But that being one of them, because a form of post traumatic stress disorder uh, is avoidance. And I started to avoid the grief or avoid my baby thinking about him because people would start trying to tell me, okay, it's okay. If you good, it should be okay now. You should. You know, he's in heaven. You know, trying to hurry along. <laughs> and it's like you can't do that. I learned that you can't do that. You 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 can't do that to people. Every we it's a, it's called a life journey. Everybody got their grief own. is life. It's yeah. Life. And so God is God deals with all of us accordingly. You don't know what he got this person dealing with this for three years, four or two months, Three months. you know yeah. it's something that he's trying it's he first of all he created a new song in you i started my business i'm going to start a book called our our journey to zion so i'll be on the lookout for that listener and it's Ooh, just like yeah. it's gonna be talking about grief you know what i'm saying helping people understand grief helping people to identify with when they're grieving some people don't even know when they're grieving they suppress I, stuff i want to say this i um i feel like mm-hmm. i my my journey has not stopped i lost yeah andrea right after the veil right and then deshaun just that on september 11th and i and i am avoiding that i have not mm-hmm. talked to my auntie you know and that's yeah. very weird because we are a very close family but i feel like I don't even know what to say to her. Um, I don't. I can't even be there for her. She all the way in Arizona. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so. F- I would just honestly say. I I, ha- I can't even go. I I have not. I can't stop grieving. Like, I'm just really damaged. I'm really hurt, and and it haven't stopped. 
And these right. are like the three main people closest to the other, right? One so after another, and I haven't even my daughter, my sister, my cousin. It's it just just happened like that. Yeah, all three of my babies. So right, like really bothering me. I I get you definitely so to process those emotions. My <laughs> favorite line to say is to feel, heal, and deal, or feel, deal. Mm-hmm. That's how you do. You feel the shit, you deal with the shit, you heal with the shit because that's the mm-hmm. only way. You know what I'm saying? Or it's going to become suppressed emotions. And yes, it will ruin you. Uh-huh. You know, and I, that's why I'm, I don't, I don't know how, I mean, I know how I made it out. It was me and God, but. Yeah, you and God. I, I was like feeling, I, I didn't just experience PTSD. I was already experiencing all five stages of grief. And then I experienced severe depression, anxiety. I've never had anxiety. Oh baby, I got anxiety real bad last year, and Mm -hmm. I never thought it would would happen to me. But I had got it one day. I went to the cemetery and I couldn't find my baby. That's how I ended up getting her that long turtle, that Mm -hmm. turtle, and I could not find her. And I just was like, "Whoa!" Like I ain't never came here and didn't know where my child was at. Right. And I just felt so lost that day. I felt. So lost, like you mean to tell me she in heaven and you still can't find her? I, I like that feeling, and you know what I mean, like. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. It's a soft spot for sure. I mean, yeah. visiting my baby at the cemetery and stuff out of place did something real to my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> it did something real ugly, but I mean, and that's that's just that's it's gonna be it's times like that. It's gonna be moments like that. And I feel like when I went through the the mental health issues where I experienced the depression and the anxiety and the PTSD, I knew that I couldn't stay there. I knew mm-hmm. I couldn't stay there. I think that as long as you know that, give yourself, allow yourself that time to, like I said, feel, deal, and heal. Yeah. Don't allow nobody to rush you into grieving or into hurrying up that process. Because feel, deal, and heal. Yeah, and that's where that PT that's where that PTSD developed for for me. And it developed once people started trying to make me, you know, hurry up and get over it and feel better and be better and not think about them and let it go. That's where that came from for me. But um, I mean, it can, and some people they just don't pull themselves out of it. They're not able to. It can yeah. be hard. Is there a, do you feel like there's a time limit on grief, in your opinion? No, I don't. Yeah. I just feel like as long as you're identifying with the signs, the patterns of when you're grieving or when your loved ones are grieving, that's the most healthiest way to to deal with it, to heal and move forward with it, just to know that you can identify with when it's happening. Because yeah. I feel it's moments, different times, dates to come up, like his birthday or something. And I won't even be paying attention until I I don't know. I just get these feelings or these emotions out of nowhere, and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? And I'm like, oh yeah, my baby. Yeah, today is the day. I'm doing good. Like his birthday yeah. coming up and things like that. Because I have a death date, I have a birthday. Yeah. yeah, so those is just like, uh-huh. and it's crazy because he died. Uh, my baby died three days before my birthday. 
So it's like forever gonna like be a constant reminder for me. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that was yeah. That was so unexpected, you know. And I don't know. I want to say, I don't want to say that that was the first time that I grieved. I mean, I've been hurt when people have died, you know, loved ones in my family, maybe friends that I grew up with. But that was my first time actually understanding, like, the painfulness of grief. It stayed with me. You know, that was like my cross to bear. Now, I got a question. Do you do you feel like when people say, I know what, I know, I understand how you feel, or, and they only lost their grandma or something, do you, like... How do you feel about people saying that? Like, I feel where you coming from. And you be like, well, you didn't lose your kid. You lost your grandma. Like, how do you? I don't know. I th- maybe I felt like that early on or something like that. Uh-huh. It was wild for me. Like, I couldn't go in a fucking department store, G. I couldn't see baby nothing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see a baby. Please keep him away from me. I'm just saying. But, uh, no. Now, today and today. No, no. I can't say that that has me. I honestly feel like I could study to be a grief counselor. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't feel like... I, I feel like I need a counselor. <laughs> you know what? That's fine and you may do because I remember when I was going through through that time, it was really rough. It was crazy. And this was, this was before I moved to Michigan. But moving helped. Moving out of state. So helped. where you live now? Well, we not gonna tell the oh, oh, yeah. off, off, off mic, uh. off mic. We're gonna definitely, we're gonna definitely. Oh yeah, I forgot that. We gonna discuss that. But yes, when I moved, but, that was the new environment for me, and that definitely did help. Like I feel like environment, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? Support the people who you're surrounding yourself with, and the energy, the frequency that you operate off of, like that all plays a part. Yes. Of it. <laughs> it definitely does. Would you say that you learned who your friends and things were in that time when you were? Yes, <laughs> I ran out of a million friends, <laughs> baby. I, I see who my friends was when the casket club when the, the they wheeled on down to the ground. Mm, wow, I seen who my friends were then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, instantly, I- and, and and like the next two years after she was gone, you know. It really showed. Yeah. Yeah. You look up, and, y'all not even frame my Facebook. Because that's, because really, you know, I learned a lot in that with grief and especially with losing my baby that that was my cross to bear. Ultimately, you know, I did feel away and it took me a while to kind of get over a little bit to where I'm feeling like, dang, everybody else just moving on their life, living their life. They don't care. They going on. I care. Like nobody's posting pictures with what, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, I, like I said, that just comes with the growth of the journey. And then, like, it it started a spiritual journey for me. So I'm still on that journey. That's forever. That's for life now. You know? mm-hmm. So on that journey, that helped me to just learn to, you know, understand those certain things. And I think that when you become in tune with yourself more, that helps you to be more in tune with the world around you. So those things don't affect you, you know what I'm saying, or personally get you upset. Yeah. It's just with that healing. It's all it's all a learning process. It's a learning process for real. Well, I feel like I need to just I I didn't deal with enough a lot 
my grieving is 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 I didn't been there. Um, I'm okay. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. Now I need a therapist. You know, <laughs> just let it all out. Going with my life. Do things like meditation. You can do yoga. You can do self uh, voice record. Um, self therapy. Where you know, I did the whole note thing, like a bunch of notes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like write down different stuff. That helped me a lot. That's I recommend that for people who just you know just jot down some stuff, put it on the wall, or jot it down, put it on the board. You know, right, right. That, that works. works. That's good. Just that's something I just started doing. Operating. Yeah, staying positive and operating on a higher frequency. And then you got to protect your energy for real. Oh, yes, because protect your energy because your peace is everything, baby. I yeah. have to say that every day. I don't care yeah. about falling out with a sister <laughs> or cousin or none of that. Y'all can go, baby, because yeah, or I'm going to go. I don't care. But I'm going to protect my energy mm-hmm. because I remember I was so evil. I was so evil. I'm talking about really evil. I don't like that. I don't like being evil. To me, yeah, that I'm supposed to love. Doesn't feel good. Negative. That shit hurts. I don't like that. I don't like feeling that agony, that burning feeling. Like, like I'm going back to 2012, baby. I don't like that. And if you won't get me to that point, then I need to stay away from you. And I'm gonna pray to God that He protect my peace and my energy. Peace. Your energy is everything. You walk into somebody's house we are. and it don't feel right when you got to yeah. take a deep breath, like, walk your ass back outside. Yeah, all we are, our energy, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So definitely make sure that you're, that you're uh, you know, operating on a higher higher vibration with your frequency. And because energy can't be destroyed, it can only be transferred. So we definitely want to make sure that we're transferring the right type of energy. Yes. But I wanted to ask you, uh, with those five stages, denial slash isolation, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance, which one of those stages would you say that you are more familiar with that you kind of stayed in the longest? Um, the anger stage. Mm, that's deep. That's and I'm going to say I stayed in that stage longer because six months after I buried my, my daughter, I buried my sister. Mm, yeah, yeah. Right. So right before I'm like, okay, okay, God. Dang, you done did this. You done, <laughs> you done took the veil. Okay, we cool. I'm going to come back to church. I'm going to come chill with you. That's how I was feeling. And, and, mm-hmm. and I was, okay, I'm going to go to church on Sunday. I was going. Oh, man, you mean to tell me you done took Andrea and she just told me she wasn't going to leave? I was so angry. I didn't want to go to church. I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to sleep. I didn't want to do nothing. Yeah, definitely. I understand. I stayed in that stage for two years, two to three years. I I probably just got out of that stage two years ago. Hmm. But that's beautiful that you can see that you're trans that you're that you have that yes. transformation. Yes. That's always beautiful when we have that transformation and like it doesn't matter where we come from. You know what I'm saying? But I also want to say too, like with that, we just have to know that it's it's that inner work that God wants us to do. That inner work has to be completed. Yes, it, it does. Like we have to, you we got to be responsible for self. Like we have to know that we cannot stand our pain, our grief, and depression. Mm-hmm. 
understand like what what did this come to show me you know what i'm saying how how am i supposed to grow and move forward from this and then try to find that passion again in life that beauty in life that's why i said like things like meditation and yoga that stuff is self-healing but it also helps to renew and transform your the way you think I, i've thought about doing yoga too yeah i heard this is very very healing and relax and meditation for sure like meditation is that oneness with you and your for you you're your most thankful and grateful and you're just existing so you're existing without whatever is going on outside of you what's going on in your life or what's going on in the world you're just existing like we don't do that we don't stop and smell the roses so that everyone can understand what I mean by just existing. <laughs> we don't do that. So things like that can help for sure. And, you know, you got me on this journey. I'm glad that you said you got a great support system. Yes, yeah, because you are a part of my support system since day one. Yeah. Since day one. Yes, that's important because, like I said, grief to me is personally a form of spiritual warfare. And um, and that's why, of course, they say things in the Bible like we should rejoice when one dies and we should cry when one is born and things mm-hmm. because their life still goes on ultimately. And we don't live in the spiritual, so it's just so much that, of that that we don't know. That's why I always spiritual knowledge and understanding. Those things like that. Bless you. But I feel like we gave them... <laughs> A lot tonight. We broke down on the five stages. We kind of got personal, let them know how our experience was for us. And I feel like that's important to let help people know that they can relate. They can relate to what you over there doing your medicine. You getting some herbal herbs in over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Good right. topic. Definitely gonna be a part two. I don't, right, it definitely is. And listeners, let us know if you have any questions that may have developed before when you was listening. If you have any feedback, depending upon what uh, platform you listen to this on, you can always like, comment, subscribe, and share. I'm going to give you guys a little more information and detail about that at the end of the show. So stay tuned for the outro. But wow, man. I mean, grief is a topic. I also want to ask you, you know, so do you feel like being, like, when you grieve, when we're grieving, we're being selfish when we grieve? No. No. You need that time to yourself, right? But I also feel like, I, I'm not, no, we're not being selfish, but you got to be mindful. They might be feeling the same way, not the same way we feeling, but they going through it too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I excused something about my um, dad a couple weeks ago. I'm like, well, y'all don't know what he's going through. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know how he's feeling. He might right. be grieving. I use that all the time. My mama, she might be grieving. My grandma, she might be grieving. You know right. what I'm saying? But I feel like ain't nobody got no harder time than me. Right. So, and you know what? That is also going to come, you know what I'm saying, with growth because I've met people who who's lost other people who's not their child, but they like go crazy. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, oh, so like, we don't know. Yeah, like you don't know how it hit them. Like my brother, me and him have not spoken in the last month or so, but those who know me, Deanna and Deontay are very close. Right, you know what I'm saying I love my brother. He love his sister. 
So yeah. he then said something, and then it made me mad. But baby, don't you ever think that you grieving harder than me? That's my child. Yeah, and, and it's nonstop. But it's I know you feel some type of way there for sure. It's always gonna be that. But I think some of the things earlier and I hope that this will help some of the listeners too but I think that some of the things that we mentioned earlier like journaling spending some time alone spending some time in nature reading, mm-hmm. doing that self love having self talks with yourself yeah, and meditation yoga positive self talk those type of things will ultimately help because once you feel good about yourself and you and you feel good about life, then that's ultimately going to change every other negative emotion in your body. Your body does give you a different feeling. You don't want to be negative and, yeah. Right, right. Life will become so beautiful because it's how we think. So mm-hmm. let's come back to what you said earlier. We're going to end the show like this tonight because we already said that we're going to have to have a part two or three or something. <laughs> but back to what you said earlier when you said, why me? I think that we all kind of get that feeling especially when you grieve. Um, yes. And I felt that way. But now, you know, as I went on my journey, I, always, I felt like, why not? And I always feel like that now. Like, why not me? Why not me? Nobody else could have done it the way I did it. But let me ask you. How yeah. you feel about well, about the why me part, I feel like uh, it's, uh, it's always uh, they always say God picked the, his strongest soldiers. Right, for the toughest battles. Yes, but why why I gotta be one of why just why me? Like I always felt like that. Since I was a kid, I've been going through so much, but why do why I gotta be me? Why I couldn't be one of my other sisters? Yeah. Well you definitely gotta know that it's you because you are all you you know, you are I like to say that I am all that I am like the woman who I'm striving to become every day I'm already her like who I'm gonna be in the future who God is creating and molding me to become or who he made me to be like in the likeness of his own image like I'm already that like I always say I just want to be great I'm gonna be great I say that all the time I'm gonna be great I'm gonna be great facts I don't know I might be a millionaire y'all know I like money but I'm gonna be great we take might and hopefully out of the out of the uh, conversation. And the I'm book. going to be a millionaire, <laughs> right? Well, I have to be. Yeah, we all go, we gonna we gonna break some of these family from some generational curses and bad generational wealth. Right, has to start getting back. Definitely. Wow. Well, guys, I think we just gave y'all all like a earful, a heartful, a soulful. I hope you all can understand more. Maybe some of the questions that you had was answered. But Yeah, I'm thinking more on that why me though. <laughs> yeah. It's okay because I'm going to get you there. I'm going to help you on this journey, on this spiritual journey. Yeah. I got I'm going to help you be introduced to more uh, tools that's here for us, like the ones that we mentioned. And you're going to be, you're going to feel much better. You're going to see. Okay. So I got you. Don't worry. We're we're here for that. I thank you guys. I thank you guys for tuning in to another self-telling podcast show over the topic of grief. Again, I hope you all enjoy listening as much as we enjoy conversing over the topic. Remember, that's a form of release. 
D, thank you so much for stopping by. It was a pleasure chatting with you on tonight's topic. Go ahead and let the listeners know how they can reach you or follow your platform. And then we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Yes, and thank you for having me on your show. Such a great yes. release. My name is Lynette Smith. You can follow me on Facebook at under Lynette Smith, L-Y-N-E-T-T-E. And my Instagram name is all for Ani. A-L-L, the number four. Ani, O-N-N-I-E. Okay. All right. So stay tuned for the outro for more platform information. All right, girl. It's been real. Let's tell the listeners peace. Peace out. Thank you. All right, girl. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. I promise I'll be here when I can get some time Right now I gotta get what's mine I'll be talking to the end of time And fuck these niggas cause they lame Since they love saying my name Make sure you write the truth in the motherfucking game On my tombstone and bury me By the river they will carry me Finally I'll be resting in peace Finally Finally I'll get to fly away Well, that's another wrap. You've been going deep with your girl, Neek, where it's always safe to speak. Always peace and blessings manifesting unto you. Of course, this is the Free Will Roundtable where we openly discuss topics with today's issues that we have with those topics. In tonight's podcast, we had a lovely guest that joined us on that topic of grief. I hope that you listen to her platform so that you may reach out to her if need be and follow her. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe depending upon what platform you listen to this on. Join us next time for another one. And always, please don't forget to shop at www.bossmeet.com. Follow my podcast uh, platform at Going Deeper with Uniqua. My YouTube, my Twitter, and my Facebook, Going Deeper with Uniqua. My Boss Meet by Neek. Facebook page for my business as well as my Boss Meet by Beauty Instagram page for my business. Hit me up, ladies. Y'all know I got all the good goodies that we like. Lashes, shades, lip gloss, eyelash, glue pens, clothes, you name it. Be on the lookout for that special podcast with me and a couple other entrepreneurs. Just letting you guys know what we got on the lookout and on the rise. Again, it's been nice, family. Until next time, I want you to get your mind right. Peace.
If you want to start a podcast of your own and don't know where to start, download the Anchor app. It's a free app that allows you to record on your mobile device or your laptop. Also gives you those editing tools and it allows you to record your own podcast or do some podcast listening to others. Shout out to Anchor for giving us this platform and download anchor.fm to get started today.